0: Welcome everyone to the L7C podcast NFL edition we are back with our bi-weekly NFL shows we have the NFL expert and the producer with us Mr. Justin Ackendale how are you doing today sir
1: I'm doing well brother how are you doing
0: I'm doing good man I'm doing good we're already in week five
1: yep week five coming up this week tugging along it's going
0: It, it, it is going it is going so you already know how we do it here. Justin picks his top games. We review those games. We preview the top games, give our thoughts on some things going on in the league, and then Justin hits you with a couple good bets that you might be able to make some money off of, and we get right into it. So, Justin, man, what games are we recapping for the, for the L7C fans this week?
1: We are doing the Sunday night game from last week, Chiefs Bucks. We are doing the Monday night game yesterday. 49ers, Rams, and we are doing the one o'clock Sunday game. Buffalo and Baltimore. That's what we're doing. Okay. Where do you want to start? We will start with the Chiefs and Bucks because okay. I got a flow of this. I I wrote the notes in order of what I want to do. Okay, so okay. we gonna go, take it away, was gonna, man. we just gonna go on the line. Yeah. So the Chiefs went to Tampa to play the Buccaneers Sunday night football. Tampa was in Miami. Um, working out. I mean, um, practicing that week because um, the hurricane that went down there. Yeah, Chiefs came out hot. Chiefs won the game, forty-one thirteen. I mean, forty-one thirty-one. My fault. Um, Chiefs spotted. Chiefs were spotted seven points from. Respotted seven points because the Bucks fumbled on the opening kickoff, and then it it just spiraled out of control. That first quarter was not good for the Bucks at all. Bucks to answer back with a field goal, and then. the then the Chiefs um take this take their second drive score score at the beginning of the second quarter was twenty one three, and then the score that made it twenty one to three Patrick Mahomes just did some Patrick Mahomes type shit he was literally getting flushed out to flush out to the right should have been sacked dips him flips around and just just tosses the ball to Clyde Edwards Hilaire for a touchdown it was just crazy and then after that then after that play um after that touchdown. Tom Brady gets sacked by um, Sneed for the Chiefs sack fumble. Chris Jones recovers it. He just didn't know. Tom Brady just didn't feel it coming, in, and that just set up the rest of the game. I mean, the Bucks really didn't play that bad. They were, and they didn't. If they didn't have those two turnovers in the um, first quarter. They would have. Um, it would have been a closer game. So I would love to see like how the Bucks would have done if they didn't. Uh, if they didn't give those turnovers in the um, in the first quarter of the game.
0: When I was watching this game, especially there was no point where I thought the Bucks were going to win. Like there was no point like like you said the, after the spot and after that uh, strip fumble, like when Brady got smacked, I was like, yeah, this they they're not coming back from this. And like you said they didn't play bad. It was just those turnovers, but against a team like Kansas City, you can't give them more possessions. You can't.
1: No, no, nah, you can't. You're thinking in the second quarter like, "Hey, maybe um Maybe Tampa might be able to come back. I mean, it was in the halftime, going into halftime, it was um twenty eight to seventeen. So you thought maybe if um the Bucs can get some stops, stops or something, they might be able to do something and come back. But it just it just wasn't going to happen. The Chiefs were on a different level last night. They were clicking, like everything was working. Their run game, their run game was working. Tampa couldn't get to the run game because of the um the deficit that they put themselves in at the beginning of the first quarter. So yeah, that's. How that game went, ended up going?
0: Yeah, because with Tampa Bay's defense, you're not supposed to be able to run the ball on them, but Kansas City was able to run the ball on Tampa Bay.
1: Yeah, man. Well, Who's the rookie Isaiah Picard? Is that yep. what was his name for Rutgers? Mm-hmm. Oh my god he he was get he was getting me fired up. That dude was running hard. He was talking shit on the field like he was getting me hyped up. Like he might he might be coming from he might be some touches from Clyde Edwards-Helaire. Uh, you might have to watch out for him.
0: Which actually, crazy enough, I think that would actually benefit them in a way because then, I mean, you could do the same thing that another team, the Green Bay Packers, do with their two running backs. Obviously, Jones is a top back, but he trades time with Dylan. but Jones is a better pass catcher than him, so you could start having them both out there at the same time and run some draws for the that running back and pass to Clyde. That adds another thing in the offense.
1: Yeah. I'm definitely ha- adding a, ru- a weapon at running back, and this is what Andy Andy Reid does. Like Andy Reid, typically always has like a good running back. They picked up out of nowhere. I remember Brian Westbrook from the Eagles way back in the day. Like mm-hmm. this is what Andy Reid does. Like he when he has a running back that can like catch out of the backfield and like make some things happen, and takes his offenses to a whole totally different level. So if this Picard dude can like keep it up, and Clyde Edward Hilaire can um, keep it up. And the Chiefs have a running game along with Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and all the stuff that he can do with his receivers. Woo! Watch out.
0: Anyways. Obviously, the Patrick, the Patrick Mahomes like to Clyde, that was just Mahomes magic. But to me, that touchdown with the tight end, that, that was pure Andy because when I first saw it, I thought they snapped the ball too early when the dude was in motion. So I thought that was a miscue. I didn't know that was the design play for the tight end to be in motion. It gets hiked to him, and he just runs it up the middle. That was genius. Yeah,
1: yeah they, have ran, they have ran that play before. Like Andy Reid on Sunday night was absolutely in his bag with some of the plays that he was calling in the red zone. And shit, that's what the NFL is about, like getting touchdowns in the red zone, coming up with some creative plays to get the ball in the end zone because we're going to talk about the next game, the Monday night game, and the Rams – that's literally what they couldn't do is score in a red
0: zone. Yeah. And then just one more thing on the Patrick Mahomes, because a lot of people were saying, uh, obviously reaction Monday, that's what we call in football that everyone's trying to find like that next, next anointed quarterback. And you forget how good this dude really is. People thought he was going to drop off because Tyree kill was gone. he He's playing well.
1: That's just what we do. We just try to find the next guy and, Patrick Mahomes still is the guy. Like, he is still here, and he is not to be messed with. We thought we thought him – Shit, I followed a little bit. Shit, I didn't pick him the one the AFC was, which was an idiotic move by me, but I thought they were going to fall off a little bit without Tyreek Hill. But it seems like without Tyreek Hill, Patrick Mahomes doesn't have that pressure of, like – you know, the Chiefs with him, like, every other – like, every quarter, they're taking a deep shot to him. Like, mm-hmm. they had to by, like, bylaws of – danger like we yep. have to get Tyree get the ball we have to find a way to get him loose deep for a touchdown and without that Patrick Mahomes can just like in the, in the game last night he was um everyone was getting love you yep. know everyone was getting love Juju caught some passes Travis Kelsey was catching the passes MVS was getting in, in there McKeel Hardman caught some so yeah like when um Patrick Mahomes doesn't have to worry about force feeding one guy it's dangerous
0: Justin, what is, what's the outlook for these two teams before we move on next five games?
1: I think what? the Bucks. I think the Bucks will be fine. They just got blitzed by Kansas City, turning the ball over two quick times and gave up 14 points real quick. So I think they'll be fine. They got Atlanta, Pittsburgh, Carolina the next three weeks, and then they got Baltimore and the Rams after that. So they got three. Win- they they they're about to win the next three straight games before baltimore and then the chiefs they got vegas on monday night football buffalo in two weeks that's gonna be a that's gonna be a game we're gonna be covering and then um san francisco bye week in tennessee so both these teams i still think they're gonna be in the mix
0: in january okay okay speaking of that monday night you had the rams and the 49ers 49ers won 24 to 9 what did you see in that game
1: the rams couldn't do shit offensively i mean It was just terrible i mean stafford was sacked seven times the rams had two starting linemen that were out which really didn't help cooper cup and tyler higby the tie-in caught 24 of stafford's 32 completions only those two guys were winning in routes and getting open the main takeaway that i got from watching this game was they need another guy who can get open they only got Cooper Cup and Tyler Hickman in the middle. They can't. They don't have guys who can get open. They're really missing OBJ. Allen Robinson was a complete bust. You know what? It's crazy because like we thought Allen Robinson had thousand yard seasons with like Blake Bortles and uh, Mitch Trubisky, with shitty quarterbacks. And you give him Matt Stafford, and he hasn't done absolutely anything. And then when I was um, researching the game, that pick that Stafford had, it, it, was, a, it was the pick six in the fourth quarter. They're only down by eight. They were still in the game rams went to the um the red zone three times kicked three field goals couldn't couldn't punch it in couldn't couldn't punch it in in that play where he threw the pick six he's he's so in the mode of like get the cooper cup guy get the Cooper Cup. he's the only one who could do anything for me the corner and the safety were up on the ball for that little screenplay so he should have looked at he should have saw that and then checked it to the other side of the running back but he just like i gotta get the cooper cup i gotta force that shit he forced it and it was a pick six so yeah I think the Rams are in deep trouble right now. Like, they, they haven't been playing well all season. I mean, they've been getting wins up until this point, but that game yesterday really, like, cracked them up. I know Shanahan kind of really owns McVay, but, like, still, like, I thought they were going to come out a little better than that
0: and just wasn't it.
1: Rams averaged 3.5 yards of play. Just – it was just bad
0: offensive football. So, a couple of things. One, the Rams can't run the ball at all. They can't run the ball at all. They have no running game, zero, nada. So then you take that out. So obviously they're going to be throwing it. And like we talked about Robinson, I don't want to know if it's really a bus or is is it the play calling? Like, are they calling plays for him? And Matt's just like, "Eff it. I'm just going to go to Cooper anyway. Like how much Because I feel like there's some play calling involved in that too?
1: I don't think it's play calling. I don't think he's winning on his routes. I don't think he's getting open. Like, I don't think Matt, Matt Stafford is just eyeing cooper cup i mean I mean, cooper cups probably always his first read but i know he's like he doesn't really have time right now at the moment to really scan the field and see what else is out there but no, i don't think it's a play calling issue i think it's an Allen robbins not getting open issue like
0: that's Cause, what it is because like you said he was getting a thousand yards with quarterbacks who aren't the same caliber of matthew stafford and just no disrespect this dude's one of he's one of the craziest players i've ever seen because He's not the fastest. He's not the strongest, but they scheme him in a way that Cooper is somehow always open. They can get some plays for Robinson. They can run some dig routes, something, run some screens, anything to get him going. Like they're not even getting him the ball in creative ways. I've seen them get the ball to Cooper Cup on freaking wide receiver sweeps where they just toss him the ball like a running back. And they just, I just feel like I do agree that he's not performing, but I also think that there's no plays getting called for him. And they got to figure something out at the running back because they, they got nothing. That line is bad.
1: The line's bad. They're really missing Andrew Whit- Whitworth. We're going to get into the preview. I think they're going to run the ball more against the Cowboys. But oh. yeah, they. Well, you got to remember San Francisco's defense, they got the best defense in the league right now. DVOA, um, Miami Lake site, um football outsiders, they're ranked first in DVOA. So, like, the 49ers are also including the Cowboys, are one of the only teams in the league to not give up more than 20 points in a game this season. So, like, 49ers' defense is legit, and they I was way more emotional about this yesterday. I did bell in the Rams like a fucking idiot. But I, I kind of calmed down. Like, the 49ers are a good defensive team. Offensively, Jimmy, Jimmy G, that game last night, it was just a classic Jimmy G performance. Like, he just did what he had to do to not fuck it up. That 57-yard catch and run by Debo Samuel, if that ball was on target, because um Jimmy G threw it kind of high, and he went up and get it, the corner, jumped it, if that ball was like in his, in the numbers, like where it should have been, it would have been pick six. So it's just shit like that with Jimmy G. like he just, he just does enough not to fuck it up. and the, and the 49ers have a great defense, which is compounded on the Rams not being able to do anything with the ball. It didn't help that they had to play the 49ers this week with the way the offense has been looking.
0: Wait, you bet and took the Rams?
1: Like an idiot. Like an idiot. Ah. It was bad.
0: The only reason I was just questioning that, because obviously I think people forget that if, and I'm blanking on the corner's name, if the San Francisco corner picks off Matt Stafford, which was literally in his chest and he dropped it, the the super
1: Bowl. Bowl. 49ers in the super Bowl. i forgot that one i took i forgot that one i took the rams i'm like oh the rams um won the nfc championship game oh it's the divisional matchup the rams were underdog so i didn't think they didn't have to win they didn't have to get their asses whooped like they did they just had to not lose by more than two points yeah and they got their asses whooped (laughs) yeah just like
0: you said i mean shanahan owns mcveigh even like when we were talking about the 49ers last year, there was a point early in the season they were in trouble, and then they just start going off and started winning. And then, like, that Rams game at the end of the year to get in the playoffs. And obviously, you know, the rest, they're one pick away from going to the Super Bowl. So it's like, I didn't think those teams were, I thought they were very evenly, well, before the game, like, like they're evenly matched on paper, quote unquote. But I mean, the Rams, I mean, the, 49ers, you can tell, too, and the players have talked about it. They love Jimmy G. They love that man.
1: Yeah, they fuck with him. They definitely, like, get up to play for their guy. But yeah. like I said in previous podcasts, there's just a ceiling with Jimmy G. Like, Oh, yeah.
0: there's a, the ce- But the ceiling is the NFC Championship game.
1: Yeah, the ceiling is the NFC Championship. I mean, with that team, with that defense, that defense, I mean, yeah, you just need Jimmy G to not fuck it up.
0: Because remember out, like, last year. Kittle was gone for most of the year. We always forget yeah. that. Like, when they were struggling, Kittle was out.
1: Kittle was um, gone earlier this year, and he didn't really do nothing the last game, too. Jimmy G hasn't really been um, looking for him. The main, the main reason also why I took the Rams is I thought they were going to be able to exploit the 49ers not having Trent Williams here their left tackle. Their mm-hmm. left tackle got hurt. I thought that because, you know, I'm a Cowboys fan. Every yeah. time... Every time we don't have Tyron Smith, we look like dog shit. So yep. that's what I was hoping on. That's what I was betting for, and it didn't turn out that way. You know what happens? It should be yeah, happening, like, man.
0: You're looking at these next five for the Rams. Obviously, they got Dallas. They got Carolina. They got a bye. Then they got San Francisco again. Then they got Tampa Bay, and then the 49ers are at Carolina, at Atlanta, I mean, and then Kansas City and the Rams. I do also want to say something, too, about why these divisional games are just super, super important. Because they're basically a game and a half. If you win, you get the one win, and you're taking away something from your divisional person. Like That's what those games are so important, especially with the NFC West, who people forgot about. All four of the teams of the NFC West are two and two. So these games really, really matter.
1: Yeah, the good thing for the Rams is, thank God they're playing... The um 49ers again in a couple of weeks, so they don't have to they get them after a bye. So hopefully they'll be able to come up with some shit and not get swept by them. They, they still get them in bad. October.
0: That'd be bad. It,
1: yeah, they get them in October. I, I would hate for them to have to play them again later in the season with more with more stakes on the line and they end up losing that game.
0: Right. And then you look at the 49ers, man. Carolina, that's a win. Atlanta, that's a win. Then you got Kansas City Then right before the Rams. So, But with that defense, you can beat anybody.
1: Yeah. This one will get ugly next week against the Panthers. That's Justin,
0: <laughs> <laughs> you had the Ravens and the Bills, which was a game that we talked about. I mean, this game had a very controversial call on the size of what they should have done, but go ahead.
1: Yeah, this game, this game was something. It was raining early in the game, and it got really bad. I mean, really bad in the second half. Like it was, it was raining sideways. Bills won the game 20, 23 to twenty. Ravens got an early touchdown in the first quarter after a Josh Allen pick. The Ravens score on their next possession. It's um seventeen. No, it's um fourteen to three. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen does a pick. Ravens score. Bills answers with a field goal. Ravens score again. Then Ravens get a field goal at the um get a field get another field goal to um make it seventeen three. in the we get seventeen three going the third into the second quarter. Bills get a touchdown in the second quarter, so it's um 10 So seventeen ten going in the halftime. Then the second half, shit gets real constipated on offense. It's raining sideways. It's bad. Defenses are just getting pressure the whole game long. Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson, those two can really move. Like, they, they handle pressure probably. Those two of my homes probably handle the rush better than anyone else in the league. So third quarter is going on. Bill's tied Bill's tie the game at um 2020 in the third quarter. Beginning in the fourth, Lamar Jackson throws a pick. Bills go three and out the next drive. There's 13 minutes left in this game after at three and out. The Ravens have the ball. The Ravens are driving. They're getting help from um, Buffalo Bills and they're just converting. They're driving down the field. Long-ass fucking drive. I would mean,
0: dumb-ass long. That was over nine minutes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was getting to that. It's four minutes left. They get the ball all the way to the two. It's fourth down. It's fourth and down to... Tie game, 2020. The Ravens go for it. The Ravens go for it, snap the ball. Lamar Jackson gets pressure instantly. Duvernay's in the corner of the end zone. He's wide open, but there's so much pressure that, like, Lamar Jackson just throws it. He telegraphs it. Jordan Porter sees it, picks it off in the end zone. And then the Bills literally choke out the clock and then kick the field goal to win the game. Mm Mm-hmm. After watching the game, shout out the NFL Plus, I was able to see every single play in 40 minutes. Yes, amazing. sir. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was nice. So I was able to see the game. Typically, I like to go with the analytics, but I also know like football, like you gotta go with, like situations too. And Buffalo really wasn't like it was raining sideways at this point. Like it is pouring down rain. The Bills were like the Bills did get a little bit more momentum in the second half, but the offense like wasn't killing you. You were getting pressure on Josh Allen. Like you were you were frustrating Josh Allen enough. I think you could have kicked that field goal and played defense. The worst that could have happened is they either scored a touchdown or they kicked the a field goal. And you go on overtime and then anything can happen overtime. But I see I see the analytics if it was like a nicer day and then like They come back all in the fourth quarter. I mean, Josh Allen is killing you, and it's 2020, and you want to go up by a seven to essentially end the game. I get that, but it was the fact that Buffalo really wasn't doing anything on offense. So I don't know why you don't just kick there and trust your defense in that situation.
0: So I think it's one of those things like when Harbaugh said is like, well, if we would have got it, well, that's true, but this is the NFL. One play literally changes your entire game, season, yada, yada. You didn't get it, and you lost. So my thinking is very similar to yours with the analytics. Things like, sure, if you get a touchdown, yada, yada. But it's not like your kicker is ass. You probably have the best kicker in NFL history in Justin Tucker. So you're going to get three points. That changes how Buffalo approaches things. Because since you didn't get it, Buffalo's like, I mean, if they don't score, then it's just going to go to overtime. So you have that reassurance. But if you at least go up three You got to force Buffalo to panic a little bit because they're like, oh, we at least have to get in field goal range because they got all the way down and burnt that clock, too. But they didn't get any of that. So it's just one of those things, too, like where you showed you don't trust your defense from a psychological thing. It's just like, all right, your head coach does not trust you. We all saw it. That's what everyone was talking about from Sunday to today. The Ravens defense cannot be trusted. I saw Marcus Peters get pissed. A whole bunch of things. So it's like they got to figure it out because everyone's talking about from our younger days. This is not the Ravens defense of old. What happened to the Ravens defense? Why do they keep giving up these leads and yada yada? They got to figure out that defense because I know I talked about the importance of divisional games in the AFC. There, there's really no room for error. Like you can't be out here just losing because there's going to be probably two teams that win 10 games this year in the AFC and won't make the playoffs. So every game counts when you're playing those top AFC teams against each other because you don't know what those tiebreakers are going to be come end of December, January.
1: Yeah, we definitely – I just hate these type of conversations because we play a result.
0: Yeah, play the result. Yep.
1: Because if um, the Ravens get that touchdown, Lamar Jackson scores, everything cha- Everything changes. Yep. He scores that touchdown, then Buffalo's really scrambling. I- mm-hmm. Like I I see where he's coming from. I I mean, if I'm coaching, I'm kicking the field goal in in that specific game situation. Your defense was winning that game. Like your defense was not playing as bad as they were playing in in the previous games by mm-hmm. far. So I I would trust them in that situation. And it's pouring down rain. But if they get that touchdown, then then the Bills have to score, and then that is sent it. It just takes your win percentage to a, to another level if you get the touchdown. So I see where he was coming from, but like in that specific situation,
0: you should have kicked it. Man, it's Justin Tucker, man. It's not like your kicker was... It's not like you have some scrub from like the very first game of the year with the Bengals and Steelers. It's Justin Tucker. I don't think
1: the the kicker matters because it was at the two-yard line. That kick is made by fucking 97% of NFL kickers. Any NFL kicker. I don't think it was disrespectful to Justin Tucker. I think John Harbaugh was just trying to he was probably he was scared. Of Josh Allen. He was scared. Of Josh Allen. That's what it came down to. He was like only up by a field goal. Josh Allen going to score a touchdown. Fuck that. I'm going for the
0: win right now. Not if you trust that D. I mean, like you said, he Josh Allen wasn't being like a world beater yesterday on Sunday.
1: No, but he was making some plays.
0: He was like he I was. said,
1: like like I said, both of those quarterbacks handled the rush for both those teams extremely well. Oh. Extremely well for the conditions and just the game, like. That second half of the game, it was pouring. It was pouring.
0: Because now you look at it with the Ravens thing too. That's another game this year they've given away.
1: Yeah, second game that they um that they blew in the um second half. Well, not even in the, not even the second half. They were it was only seventeen ten going to halftime. But yeah. And not depend- as best as the offense game. <laughs> and depending on
0: what happens at the end, it was against two teams you who have the tiebreaker over you now, if you all have the same record. Even though the Bills are gonna win their division. That's but like Miami and stuff like that. And they might lose again because one of the games that we're previewing is they got Sunday night football.
1: Yeah, let's get into the preview. So we got Bengals at um we got Bengals at Ravens, Sunday night football. Bengals are a three-point underdog. This is the Bengals first Sunday night game since 2018. Wow. Lost to Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes first year starting. Dolphins won last week against the um Bengals won last week against the Dolphins in that um, game where Tua got carted off. Just feels, I feel terrible for him. Like, that shit sucks. Bengals swept the Ravens l- last season 41-17 in week 41, – 41-17 in week seven and 41-21 to 21 in week 16. No Lamar Jackson. Bengals are 16th in DVOA. Ravens are third. DVOA really likes them even though they – Giving up those leads, Ravens. Like you said, the defense is not what it used to be. They give up real stat. They give up the most yards per game. They're giving up 302 passing yards per game. I really don't know who's gonna win this game. Honestly, like there's a couple of like outcomes that I can see happening with this game. There's one outcome where I see the Bengals just lining them up with Jamar Chase, C. Higgins, and Tyler Boyd, and it's a route. And I can also see the Bengals not blocking and getting joe burrow destroyed so it's a big game for both teams i mean the winner of this game is going to be first place in the division so they got a lot to um they got a lot to play for in this game next week i think the ravens are going to be pretty pissed off after um giving up that game so i think the ravens are going to win but shit, if i'm betting i'm probably taking cincinnati honestly
0: It's one of those things like where I don't think the Bengals' defense could stop the Ravens' offense. The Ravens' offense can go. But obviously, the Ravens' defense cannot stop the Bengals' offense. So who's going to get that last stop? And Joe Burrow, they've been playing better. Like He hasn't been hit like he was the last time we proved because he was getting smacked around last time we were on. I, I think the Bengals win this one, man. I do. I think the Bengals win this outright. Uh, I think they win by a touchdown, maybe even more, because that's secondary for the Ravens is bad.
1: Yeah, I mean we gotta see. We gotta see. This is a division it's a divisional matchup, so you you gotta throw you gotta throw out um you gotta throw out some of the stats that we are reading here. Like they're gonna be they know what each team wants to do, so I don't think it's gonna be over a touchdown unless we see a fourth quarter like they did against the Dolphins, and I, I just don't think the Ravens' defense is that bad. I don't know what the deal is, but we'll we'll know on Sunday if it, We'll know on Sunday if they're really that bad, because then it'll be like three weeks in a row where they're just playing terrible.
0: Other game we are previewing is the Dallas Cowboys at the Rams. How about your Cowboys, Justin? Three and one.
1: Oh whew. I don't know how we're doing it. Well,
0: I do know how we're doing oh, it. Well, there's a guy named Michael Parsons on the team, so
1: Yeah. Yeah, the defense <laughs> is really good. Cowboys, we're going to LA. We're going to LA Sunday night Fox. I mean, not Sunday night, Sunday afternoon Fox late game. We beat the Washington team 25-10. Rams won the last matchup in the regular season um week one of the 2020 season. Cowboys are raised six and six in DVOA, fifth. Defensively, in DVOA, the Rams are 26 in DVOA. The offense is 26, and the defense is 18. Both of these offenses are pretty constipated. But I like I like where the Cowboys' offense is trending way more than I like the Rams' offense right now. And I'm not just saying that because the Cowboys' homer like the Rams have been playing like shit, but they're not. They're going to bounce back against us. They're not going to play. They're not going to play as bad as they did on Monday. I expect them to run the ball a lot more than they did against san francisco the running game was not there on monday because san francisco wasn't giving them any lanes to run we gave up 142 yards to washington on the ground so i definitely think the rams are going to get back to basics and turn around and give it off to Akers acres and um henderson the cowboys are second in the nfl and sacks with 15 this year philly is first with six. Like I said, I like the way the Cowboys offense is trending. We got Michael Gallup back. He scored a touchdown last game. CD Lamb has been playing a lot better. A lot better since that week one game against the Bucks. And then, and then that drop against the Giants. He's been he's been picking it up a little bit. Dak is trying to come back for this game, but If I'm the Cowboys, I'm seeing him until next week. Let him come back against the Eagles because that's honestly a way more important game than this one. And he literally had surgery like three weeks ago. Give him some more time to rest. Motherfucker had surgery. But Cooper Cup, I'm I'm worried about him. But like like I said earlier about the Rams, no one else can get open on that team. I believe Dan Quinn's going to have some stuff for him. I think the Cowboys are going to win this game outright.
0: I don't disagree with you on anything that stuff said, yeah. but there was something you said. It was the second to last sentence. How you guys play the Eagles next week, and that game's more important than this. The Rams got to win. That's why I, I I'm taking the Rams because they have to win this game. You, you can't be going. They, they need to win. Like with, Because then if they lose this game with the way that you were to, we talked about how they're playing, they can only get to Cooper, like yada, yada. They're going to have some issues going forward, especially in their own division. Because like you said, they'll have San Francisco again. And Mm -hmm. they don't beat y'all. I mean, you're two and three. You don't want to be two and three. We're getting to the point, too, where next time we come back, we're going to be near the end of October. And that's going to be two months of football down. So you need to get these wins. you got to win. So I'm taking the Rams. Cooper Cup gets two touchdowns.
1: Yeah, I can definitely see the Rams winning the game. I I already bailed in this game. I took the Cowboys plus four and a half.
0: Okay. The Cowboys will cover.
1: The Cowboys will cover that game. And I think they're going to win the game, too. This isn't college. No one's looking ahead to the Eagles. We're not thinking about the Eagles already because we play them niggas twice a year all the time. So there ain't no no look-ahead spots in the NFL. This isn't college football. I think the Cowboys can get it done. I really do. All right, you're taking the i am worried that. about the rush and so i
0: think the rams are really gonna come out and try to pound it though i am taking the rams on that uh justin you have a new segment that you want to do what are we doing
1: yes i stole this from the fox show speak because this is crazy i think this is like the first time this has happened after four weeks literally half the league I put the Giants in here too to make it sixteen, and and I don't really believe in them. They're three and one. They're not two and two, but the Giants are in this as well. So literally half the goddamn league is two and two. So we're about to tell you if these teams are contenders or pretenders. All
0: right, who are we starting with?
1: We will start with the the New York Jets two and two. Just beat the Steelers this past weekend. Martin, contender or pretender?
0: Pretender. Damn, that was easy. No, uh, that's that they're they're not good. They're not a good team. Even though they won that game, Kenny Pickett came in. I don't know how you check in and throw like three picks. That's just ridiculous. And two that, of them weren't really his fault. but That is true. But when the game is over, interceptions show three. They don't say whose fault it was. But they're they're not good. Zach Wilson came back after his injury. He did not look good at all. They're they're pretenders. They're not doing he was going, anything.
1: You will go on that last drive though. He was he was, he was he
0: was he was i will give him that but why you think they're contenders hell no i'm okay. just <laughs>
1: i'm just trying to give the get the briar the briar picture i think the steelers really suck and it was can Pickett's first nfl action you know that shit happens we can give a, we can give that young man a pass for throwing three picks and literally his first game off the bench uh,
0: i don't know if i can man he played four years literally in pittsburgh like he has experience, and we can't give—we don't give time to quarterbacks anymore. We don't. You're like—it's the truth. His
1: first game, dog.
0: It's the truth. Truly, the first time he went out there. I'm just saying. You look at the league. If he's this bad by next year, he'll already be out. I'm just saying. This is how the league is. If they're the last team, they're going to be drafting Bryce Young or CJ or or the guy from uh, Kentucky now.
1: Well. They're not going to be. They're not going to be as bad as some of the teams that I think really suck in this league, like Carolina. I I think the Carolina Panthers are the worst team in the NFL. That At team. Least they is, have a
0: win. The Texans haven't even won a game yet.
1: True, but that,
0: they should have won that game. Fucking
1: ah! No, who yeah. they beat? I don't know. The Browns beat them. Who they beat? <laughs> I don't even know who the Carolina Panthers beat. They
0: beat the Saints. I think they beat the Saints. Maybe the Saints? No, it wasn't the Saints. It was... Um, I'll pull it up. But here's the thing. Why the NFL is so crazy? Because they're one play away from being two and two. The, so the first Panthers? game against the Browns, they drove them down the field. They, sw- they lost because of a 60-yard field goal. So- yeah, that's
1: a game that I th- that
0: I was getting ready to say they won, but they
1: lost that game because I had the Panthers in that game. They just had, that, that's the worst team. Like, Baker Mayfield is is horrible. Like, at this point, he is he is trash like that game against no, yeah, they
0: did. They beat that's what I was saying. They beat your NFC South champs, the Saints. Oh, god, again, I can't say a team's the worst team in the league if there's a team with no wins. Yes, you can. Nah, I, I can't, do yes, that. you can. Yes, you nah, can. I can't do that. And then they play better. Come there, the freaking Texans are in the a- AFC South and they have no wins.
1: Hey, the Texans are feisty. And Davis Willis is their quarterback, You're so you know how good. shit you know how shit go, you know how shit be going with them. Hey, they they be covering. They, man, the man. only game they lost against the spread is last week against the Chargers, and they almost came in back door that bitch. Well, the Chargers
0: have their own problems, so but, that's something too.
1: Next two and two team, the Cleveland Browns contender pretender.
0: This is another team. They are literally two plays. Two plays away from being 4-0, and but that's how yeah. the NFL goes. Uh, they are a, they're a feisty pretender. They they will cause some people problems, ruin some people's seasons, but no, they're pretenders. They win these next three games. If they have a winning record by the time Sean Watson comes back, I have the right to change my pick.
1: I think I won't say the Browns are a contender, even though that game against the Falcons was complete. Bullshit. I don't know what they were doing in that second half because Atlanta told you in that second half, we don't trust Marcus Mariola anymore. And they just turned around and handed that ball off and they were gushing the Browns. They looked like the Browns. They were like what the Browns do to the teams with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Well, and
0: Browns, I really was, Browns also you, can't score in the red zone. They haven't been able to score in the red zone since Kevin stefanski has been the head coach. Like they need to get that figured out. You have Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb, and you can't get in red zone. He also had a play too where it was early and he went for it on fourth down, didn't get it. Then you lose by three when you could have just taken the field goal. Again, hindsight, but this is the, how the NFL works. They don't care about they care about the analytics, but at the end of the day, like we said on thing, Sunday, did you win or did you lose? That is all that matters. So, but they are two and two up there with the Ravens and the Bengals. I think
1: the Browns can do some things. I love their running game. I love Nick Chubb. I love Kareem Hunt. I think if they can get their defense um, turned around, because they, they got the guys. I just don't know what's going on with them defensively, but if they can get the defense turned around, they can um, they might be able to sneak in. I do and, like the um, Browns. They play, they play a brand of football that
0: wins in the playoffs. That running they do. Game they is, just have to, that,
1: get, they have to get there. Yeah, that running game
0: is, is special. And they play the Chargers. So, and also shout out to Miles Garrett being all right after that uh, horrific accident. If you saw the car, it, it looked bad.
1: I didn't see it, but yes. it will assume Miles.
0: They play the Chargers this week. So, if they win that game, we're having a whole different conversation.
1: And yeah, they can absolutely win that
0: game. Who else we got?
1: Baltimore.
0: Oh man, I. Hmm, they're also. They should be 4-0. Lamar Jackson is playing spectacular. And from my organizational standpoint, the Ravens are dumb. You should have just paid him before the season because he's looking really good. So you're going to have to pay him more. That was your fault. I'm going to say contender.
1: They I, have think a... they're... Go ahead. I think they're a contender, too. We already went through them enough earlier in the podcast. Let's get to um, the Cincinnati Bengals contender yeah we agree on that one the jacksonville jaguars
0: all right currently two and two tied for the top spot in the afc south with the tennessee titans which i didn't even know realized the titans won two games because they suck too i'm gonna have to give you props on what you said earlier in the year before anything, that they could win the AFC South. And right now, I believe you. And I think they're going to win the AFC South. When, and since they're going to win the AFC South, they are going to be contenders.
1: Yeah, I'm really high on Jacksonville. They played, it was pouring in Philly this past game. Trevor Lawrence fumbled four times. I don't think he's ever played in the rain before, if <laughs> we're being honest. But yeah, they got Houston and Indy the next two weeks. I don't think they're going to beat Indy, but and then the Giants in Denver after that. But I I can see them going three and one in that little stretch. So yeah, Jacksonville's contender. Next team, their AFC South
0: rival, the Tennessee Titans, uh, the pretender. They they don't have enough. They don't have enough to compete. I honestly think since we talked about college a little bit, since Odell Beckham is treating his injury like he's college recruiting, that Tennessee needs to do whatever it takes to get him in that locker room. So they have a deep threat wide receiver down the field. But until then, pretender.
1: I agree. Even though the Titans did have a Derrick Henry had a vintage Derrick Henry he performance did. because the Colts last game. But we we don't believe in the Colts Colts too much. They either.
0: are terrible.
1: Yeah, we don't like them on the L7C. Let's get to the AFC West, the Los Angeles Chargers.
0: I want to say fraudulent, but I almost want to say that whole division besides the Chiefs are fraudulent. (laughs) Last podcast, and obviously listen to it if you haven't, you you and Mitch talked about the Chargers having the best roster in the league. I think so, absolutely. I don't disagree, but it's just something about them that I'm like, man, what is happening? But they're two and two. They got the Browns. They have a pretty favorable Denver. Yeah. I'll say they're contenders. I still think they're going to make the playoffs, still make noise. I do think everyone needed to calm the hell down on saying Justin Herbert was going to be the next Aaron Rodgers. Time. Like we needed to calm that down. Let's get them to the playoffs first before we start saying that. But I'm going to say contender right now.
1: Yeah, I think they're a contender. They're dealing with injuries. Their center's out. I think Rashawn Slayer, their tackle's not playing, and Keen Allen's out. They just need to get healthy. Once they get healthy, I think the Chargers will be fine. The Denver Broncos.
0: Uh, pretender. They won't make the playoffs. Their offense is got awful terrible. I, I mean, they got some points last time. They they aren't good. They're not going to make the playoffs. They're pretenders.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. I took Denver um, to win against um, the Raiders. They're getting plus two and a half. I'm like, why the hell are the Raiders favored against anyone? They shouldn't because felt- they're trash. I thought, I thought Denver could get their offense right against the Raiders' defense, which is god awful. And, yeah, they couldn't do it. No, that not was good. that was really telling. Like, I think I learned something about the Broncos. I don't think they're going to turn around either. Like, it's bad.
0: Like, no, they're not good. They're, I, I also think he um, – head coach is way – this is way above his pay grade. I don't think he was ready.
1: He don't look ready. No. He definitely do not Who's up next? All right, let's get to the NFC three and one team, but come on now, the New York Giants.
0: I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say pretender, but I'm also gonna say that the AFC, the NFC Least, what people use call the NFC East, right now. I mean, I can't even lie. You got a four and zero, three and one, three and one. You play who's in front of your schedule, and right now, you the NFC East is winning games. But I do think that they are pretenders. They have that game against Green Bay. If they go. It's in London. Yeah, it's in London. If they go two and. If they can. They can beat Jackson. I can see them beating Jacksonville or Seattle. You go two and two. That puts you to five and three. And I mean, five and three by the end of October. That's good. Like that puts you in a decent position. But I don't think they'll do that. But I think they're pretenders, but they have exceeded expectations because I didn't think they win three games
1: this year. Let's get last year um, Panther vibes, even, mm. though I think the, even though I think the Panthers, at least offensively, looked way better than um, the Giants do offensively
0: right now. They're the one Saquon injury away from being done again. Yeah,
1: because the Giants really don't have any receivers. I don't believe in the quarterback at all. Saquon Barkley is amazing. He had this this motherfucker. He had a play on Sunday where he it was either handoff or a screen pass. He caught the ball in reverse field to get a first down. Just just some stupid shit like oh, crazy athletic. Like, even trust. after all the injuries, like that that man is something. If the Giants do and start losing, and they want to you know, think about trading them, even though that'll be completely idiotic because he's their best player. Someone can get a good back.
0: If they do think about that.
1: Next two and two team, Chicago Bears.
0: Their offense is horrific. I they they're two and two off of a miracles of monsoons against the 49ers and and all that, but no, they're they're pretenders. It's good for the league if Chicago is winning since they're a historic franchise, but their their offense has extreme limitations. They don't trust justin fields throwing it i wouldn't trust him throwing it either because he has no one to throw two because that offense the offensive skill weapons there are trash besides david montgomery but they're they're not good they're pretenders
1: i agree with you i put tampa bay on here in the notes i said
0: they're fine that's what i put so they're not a pretender oh they are two and two um yeah i don't really only thing we saying is that they got all their weapons back last. This game against Kansas City, they were able to move the ball. They'll be, they'll be fine as long as they keep the injuries at a minimum.
1: Yeah, something you can't really control, though. All it right, is the, not,
0: but as long as no one gets hurt for the season, then they're fine.
1: The Atlanta Falcons
0: don't know how they're two and two either uh because their offense they have a generational talent in kyle Pitts. you do not draft someone you don't draft a tight end the highest position ever for a tight end at like fourth and then you don't throw him the ball so that's also a coaching thing marcus mariota we both know he's a stop uh gap quarterback for the falcons until they get the quarterback of their choice in the draft they are pretenders but hey i do love their stadium though but they're pretenders
1: I don't know about the Falcons. Really? I kind of like them. I ca- first of all, these motherfuckers are four and zero against the spread. They covering. <laughs> I like the Falcons. I mean, Drake London. Drake London can score a little bit. Shit, they were getting. They were running the ball pretty well against um, Cleveland last game. Corey O'Parrison went on IR, so he's going to be gone for at least four weeks. So they're going to have the backup running backs. I don't know. They're they're a little plucky team. I don't mm-hmm. know. These next two games, I think they're going to take some L's. Tampa Bay and San Francisco, so that's two and four. But Cincinnati, Carolina, I don't know. They def- definitely won't be the Panthers. The Panthers, like I said, are the worst team in the NFL. But they're kind of plucky. I, they're a pretender, but watch out for them. Watch out for the Falcons. And then we have the whole
0: NFC West. The whole NFC West is two and two. Yep, I'm looking at it right now. I said at the beginning of the year how last year when we were talking about the NFC playoffs and we were going through predictions how the NFC West got three teams in last year. Three. Yeah, obviously the Rams. I mean, the Rams who won the Super Bowl, the 49ers who went to the NFC championship game should have beat the Rams. And then you have the Cardinals, who the Cardinals are the best front-running team we've had since we started the L7C podcast. They start good. So, if I say contender, it's all four of them. And so, if I say pretender, it's so I'm, we're doing the league, that division.
1: No, I just want, I just wanted to say that the whole NFC West is two and two right now.
0: because oh. if and I have to take the division, I, I would say contender, like the division. I mean, doesn't mean the Seahawks, but shout out to the Seahawks who don't thought they'd be two and two. But that league's reminding people like F the AFC West, we're still the best division in the league
1: specifically because we we believe in the four eight
0: Oh yeah, they're going to the playoffs. They might they might make the Super Bowl, but the Rams I mean they won the Super Bowl. We're we going to give them the benefit of the doubt. They're
1: they're the Fin Champs, so we're going to give them the benefit of the doubt. We're going to say they're a contender, but they haven't been looking like it. Arizona. That's the team. That's the real I, I don't think Seattle's going to keep this up, honestly. It's Arizona because they have they got some players coming back. They got oh, D-Hop they coming back. Mm-hmm. They're still winning games. I don't like the Cardinals, but they're winning games right now. So, once they get D-Hop back, I don't know what they can do. Like, I don't know. I want to say they're a contender because I'm done with Cliff Kingsbury. He can't, beat the, he can't beat the Rams, and he can't win late in the season. He's already proven that. He might be able to change this year, but the Cardinals are out with me. They won me some money last week against the Panthers because the Panthers are that bad. But I don't know. They're, they got some tough. guys coming back, though.
0: They're a tough pick because every year they've made the playoffs. Like, they've improved. But like you said, you're getting one of the best wide receivers back. That's going to change your offense completely. And they, they win, like you said. So, And you're just looking at the rest of the NFC. Like your three and one Giants, you already said they're not going to be able to hold on for long, so that's going to take them out. Bears are going to be out, so that's them. Falcons, you said they're plucky. Question mark. Seahawks aren't going to take, aren't going to be there for long. So let's just say you take all those teams out. Two teams from the NFC North: Minnesota, Green Bay. I, I currently, because I still don't know if Dallas is going to make the playoffs. Depends on how they do. Then you got the NFC East: Eagles, Cowboys. So one, two of those would be division champs, two would be wild cards. Only one team from the South is going, and that's Tampa Bay. And then you got the West, and you can get some teams in. So it's tough. I, I almost put them in the Atlanta thing, like the, pl- the question mark. Before you go,
1: I have the current playoff standings. Perfect. Right now, as of week four, going into week five of the NFL season, our number one season we started the playoffs right now, the Philadelphia Eagles.
0: Which we caught actually.
1: Yeah, they're four and right now. They haven't lost yet. They're number so they all so they'll have the bye right now. They're mm-hmm. they're leading to get to the bye at the moment. Second seed is the Minnesota Vikings at three and one. They have the tiebreaker over um Green Bay 'cause of the head to head matchup.
0: Which we said they would be the top two. I don't know if they'll last that long, no offense, but
1: Yeah, we'll see. Tampa Bay is the third seed. They got the tiebreaker over San Francisco based off strength uh, schedule, which mm-hmm. won't, that, that's not going to matter towards the end of the season. That tiebreaker won't matter. It's just early. Fourth seed is the San Francisco 49ers. Mm-hmm. Got the tiebreak over the Rams and, and the Cardinals and the Seahawks based on head-to-head win percentages. Okay. These tiebreakers or something. Fifth seed, my Dallas Cowboys tiebreak okay. over – Green Bay based off strength of victory. Okay. And we beat the Giants head to head, who is our sixth seed. Six the Giants as of right now. Three of one team. Mm-hmm. And then we have the um, Green Bay Packers rounding out the seventh seed. And then eight and nine are the Rams and the Cardinals, tense the Falcons.
0: Okay. The- so the Giants will drop out. So that'll open a spot open. That's very interesting as of week five. That's very, very almost called it to a T. I know we have some like differences of like the Bucks and the Cowboys and all that, but almost to a T at, at the current moment.
1: The Saints are their
0: only glaring team out of there. They're, they're not making the playoffs. They're not good. They're not good. Uh, yeah.
1: I picked them to be so good. So I do so my judgment's not very good with them right now. So we'll see how they do in the next in the next game. Jameis Watson james Woodson has proven that he sucks
0: that that London game i know we didn't cover but they did drive all the way down the field if it wasn't for like a double joint, they would have gone to overtime yada yada but it's one of those things like where you have a defense you're realizing that you drafted really well because chris olave has proven he might be that dude we knew out that. there we knew that yeah. i know you definitely knew that i but then again <laughs> the league might not have so then, when you get a fully healthy Michael Thomas, it's like you're seeing what you have. And then, if you just plug a quarterback in there, you're off to the races. Like a good quarterback, a dream. Who yeah, else? The same- we- go ahead. What you about to say? I was going to say who else we had on here because I was like, who else is two and two? Oh, no, that
1: was everyone. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was everyone. <laughs> well, oh, shit. Since, since I got pulled up, let's go to the AFC playoff picture just since i got pulled up so the afc our number one seed currently right now is the miami dolphins Mm -hmm. they have the tie break over kansas city based off best win percentage in conference games kansas city is the two seed the jacksonville jaguars are three the cleveland browns are the fourth seed they're currently leading the wing Leading the the AFC North right now. Who who would figure that? Fifth seed, Buffalo. Sixth seed is the Bengals. And I'm not even about to read this damn tiebreaker because they have a lot right now. And the Tennessee Titans are the seventh seed. And the Ravens and Jets are the two looking in right now with the Chargers right behind them.
0: Yeah, that's going to be a complete makeover by the next time we come back in um, two weeks. But... Nothing too, 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 too crazy. Besides, like you said, the Browns with the percentage like leading. Again, you were right. They have they have all the players. So if Deshaun is anything, if they stay afloat and Deshaun is anything what he was, look out.
1: Yeah, the Browns are good. Browns they're a good football team.
0: Look out from especially next year when Deshaun will have a full time at camp.
1: Yeah, the horny man himself.
0: Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that is that is him. That That is him.
1: Then he just put a big-ass H on his fucking chest. Replace, replace, this, replace number four with just a H, and
0: you oh, know what God. that stands for. <laughs>
1: you know what it fucking stands for, because that guy is nasty.
0: I uh, still don't understand who in the NFL decided the game he should come back is at Houston.
1: <laughs> That's just sick, bro. Like, that is just some sick shit. <laughs>
0: That's a huge overcast, Justin. You had before we close winners and losers of the week. You are you had some winners. Of, who was your winner and loser at this time? My winner was the Buffalo Bills. They stayed away from being in
1: the two and two mix by coming back and being the Ravens. They had the best one of the. Um, they had the best one of the day on this um past week so i had to give it to them buffalo and then my loser is the Carolina panthers i mean they are you just are so on their
0: ass today bro, Jesus. They,
1: <laughs> like they they keep doing this shit bro like they keep trying they keep trying to avoid getting a quarterback i think oh we can just get the next retread guy the the former oh, the, the former um number one pick the former number two pick with fucking sam Darnold. you also need a tank and get a new fucking quarterback at this point like they suck i guess I almost put him as the winner because now they know that Baker Mayfield is nothing, that he is not good, that he can't fucking do it anymore, so they can just tank it and get C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young or Will Levis because they need someone else. They need a new guy. Matt Rule's probably getting canned. So I guess you can call him a winner because now they know, like, yeah, complete overhaul time, but, yeah, they're a loser for me. They let the, Car- they let the Cardinals come in and drag them at home. That game sucked. They sucked. The Cardinals suck. You lost a team that sucks. Just terrible.
0: <laughs> well, besides the quarterback, that team has always had issues. They've had issues for years. They don't. They don't draft well. They got McCaffrey, but McCaffrey's always hurt. Their line is bad. Their receivers aren't great. So, they need a hole overall. Hole the funny overall.
1: thing. The, the funny thing is, I took the Cardinals. Like I knew that the. Cardinals are probably gonna beat them. Like that's what I was betting. And they still disgusted me. I was still disgusted having to even watch that game. The Cardinals were bullshitting in that game too. They almost didn't win. But yeah, I'm I'm sick of the Carolina Panthers. Sick. I can't believe they beat 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 the Saints. Byron Saints.
0: I can't believe that shit. Yeah, and that's that's when I knew the Saints weren't. Not great. Not currently right now. Uh my winner actually is different. It actually is a two-and-two two team. It actually Hometown, actually, the Cincinnati Bengals. Reason being is because last time we were here, they were zero and two. And that was bad. They needed to get a win, and they did get the Jets, and they won this last week against Miami. Now they're two and two with a chance to beat the Ravens and be three and two. Because I also thought they were winners because everyone in their division lost. Ravens lost, Browns lost, Steelers lost. They won. They're two and two. They're back in it. They just got to win their division, and then they're back in the dance. So they were my winners just because everyone else lost, and they're back in it for the AFC North. Uh, My loser, actually, to really highlight it, wasn't a team per se. My loser was the NFL. Because obviously with the incident with Tua Tungabailoa, if you watch the NFL, you know one thing they truly do not like is bad press. Nope. And that is why they're my loser because God knows when it's people who aren't ESPN and it's ABC, CBS, Fox, all those news people talking about them, you know it's bad. And they absolutely despise bad press and the way that Tua situation was handled is, was completely horrible. And just from a future thing, I was listening to Ryan Clark and some others talk about it. It's like there's already people who will not let their kids play football in the future because of stuff like that but when you saw Tula's hands go away I didn't think hands can go when you got a concussion there were other new parents saying yeah you're never playing football which obviously you want your sport to continue growing because they want to be international which I get the London stuff but they're not an international sport let's just stop that but again they hate bad press they got a shit ton of bad press this week and until this stuff's resolved, they fired one of the neurologists. There'll probably be some more stuff coming down the pipeline with investigations, with the Players Association, and all that. But NFL was my loser for this week. And Roger Goodell was at the game, too, which you already know. As soon as that happened, he was already out getting lawyers. Like, we're about to go through another phase of bad publicity. So they're my losers for the week.
1: Man, watching that Thursday night game last week, my dumbass fell for it when Tua got German suplex on the turf and his fucking fingers were um, Mm -hmm. doing the doing the shit, Mm -hmm. they said it was a back injury. So I was like, I was like, Oh shit. Like it got to be a spine, which is why I thought his fingers were all fucked up. I thought it was like, I thought his spine got fucked up because I believe that it was actually a back injury, Mm -hmm. but yeah, he had no, he had no business trying to um, come back after the hit that he took against the bills and was wobbly he came back into that game and then yeah it's just it's just a bad look it's it's just a terrible look he, he gets concussed on sunday and then he gets tried back out on thursday and then doesn't even make it
0: through the first half of the game yeah, so that is why they might lose it for a week and then they'll get all resolved and hopefully for the they don't have any more crazy Things happen this season because obviously, last year, Deshaun, Urban, Gruden, NFL hates that stuff. They just want you to focus on watching the games and betting your money in fantasy football or bet MGM, whatever you use. They don't want, they never want controversy. So that's why they're losers. Justin, anything else, man, before we close? I do like the contender pretender segment. That was fun. Yeah,
1: man. Two, everyone's two and two right now. It's-
0: Sixteen teams. and yeah, we might
1: have to we might have to keep that going. But
0: yeah, I'm I'm pooped. I I told you everything I
1: had to say today. Okay. Are
0: we gonna have a whole bunch of teams three and three next time we're back?
1: We will see.
0: All right. With that being said, thank you everyone for listening to L Seven C Podcast. Make sure you like, rate, comment, subscribe wherever you listen: YouTube, Apple, Google, Spotify, wherever. We appreciate your guys' support that you've been showing us two years going now we really appreciate that and make sure you check out our games of the week that sunday night football game with the ravens Bengals, and also the rams cowboys and with that being said this is the l7c podcast signing up thank you for listening to this episode of the l7c podcast be sure to like rate review and subscribe to the channel Follow us on all social media platforms, and we'll be talking to you guys soon. Take care.